Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us as we're concluding a great two-part interview with author and teacher and speaker, Dr. Christine Van Horn. Now, Christine has been sharing with us some vital information for parents and grandparents from her great book, Teach Your Children Timeless Truths in Uncertain Times. Folks, if you missed any, and I mean any of the prior episode in part one, you need to go back and catch up. The information on her background and the background for this very important book we are discussing is vital that just in itself could save your kids or grandkids heartache and suffering. I mean, she's discussed the fog of war syndrome that's being applied to our kids today. The same condition that soldiers face on the battlefield is being seen in kids in school today. How is that? Well, that's just one topic she's discussing with us. Amen. So if you missed any of the prior episode, go back and catch up. But for now, let's join the conclusion of our interview with Dr. Christine Van Horn, as we're going to be asking her about making decisions and how our children are being programmed to not make decisions properly. This is vital, vital information you need to pay attention to. Amen. Let's jump back into the interview now. Amen. Amen. I like one of the sections where you discussed make decisions. You know, as an officer in the Army Cavalry, I was taught and trained how to, you know, gather as much information as possible in the time allotted. Sometimes it was, you know, you got 60 seconds to make a decision and sometimes you could plan a deep operation, but you mm-hmm. know, gather as much information as you could and, and make a decision and go with it. You know, yes. General George Patton Jr. had a quote that I still use to this day. A good plan implemented now is better than a perfect plan tried later. And I lived according to that premise then and still do today. You know, I mean, making a decision to me, it's natural now because I've done it, you know, ever since I was 18 years old going in the army. And, you know, so I'll make a decision. It may not be the right decision, but I'm moving forward, you know, because you can always adjust the battle as you move. But if you're sitting there and say, I need to do this, I need to start this radio station, but. eh, I'll wait till tomorrow, you know, and then tomorrow is the next day and the next day and the next day. Let's do it. We do it now. And we're out there. Then we adjust, improve where we're weak. And, you know, you just adjust as you go, making a decision. That's not really taught today. It's like now their decision-making process is, am I going to upset anybody with this decision? That's correct. Instead of whether or not the decision is right, or wrong, will it accomplish the mission? It's like, but is it going to upset someone? I know. How do you, you know, our children are not being taught to make decisions. They're being taught to be influences in social media and public perception. How can we change this type of mindset? It's to teach them the skill of decision-making. There's a quote that I have in my book and and it's uh, from Tony Robbins. So he's, He's, um, you know, a speaker, a motivational speaker, but I like what he says. 
It is in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. Amen. Because, and, and that's really very, very biblical in nature. Um, we need to make decisions because if we don't, you just kind of hang on and you're affected by whatever change is occurring around you rather than being the the master of that change. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what you're talking about is really being that change maker, that decision maker. And your children need to see that. And they need to see um that, you know, when you're confronted with a situation, you can think it through, balance it scripturally, and and make a decision. And um and it isn't being taught today. It's just one of those life skills that we have lost over time. It's just become too fluid out there, you know, and just, you know, what happens happens and whatever we're mm-hmm. affected by is what we're affected by. And it, it shouldn't be that way. You know, Jesus made decisions. Yep. We, we need to make decisions. Amen. We do. Amen. And you share that adults need to become life coaches or mentors to our children. How yes. do we instill a desire for the adults to change if they've been instilled with this modern psychology of what we've been discussing. It's part of being that example for them. If we can talk to uh, adults enough to get them to be a life coach or a mentor for their children, um, it'll, it'll kind of put them in line too, because they know they're being watched. So being a life coach or mentor, um, it's the top, the titles are very, very similar. So it's how the adult can best relate to it. Now, I didn't realize till maybe like 15 years ago, adults need coaches. You know, <laughs> I thought a coach was like for sports until I found myself needing a coach. And, uh, and, and I realized, you know, this is, this is really important. We need to do that. So if an adult feels better with the term coach, because they can relate to like a sports coach, and now we're talking about, but you're going to teach life skills uh, instead, that's good. Um, others may be more comfortable with the term mentorship, you know, being a mentor for someone. And there have been programs around for a while that, you know, adults can mentor children, but we're talking about mentoring within your own families here. And so that's really a different thing. You can still be a parent and grandparent or aunt and uncle or whatever relationship you are to the child. But in addition, taking on the role of being a mentor. And so um, uh, it, it's it's something totally different. So I've, I've written um, an article on that. And uh, when I do my online course, uh, I, I have a whole information packet that goes to them about what that really means because it's a different mindset you can still be the parent but then you can sit down and have real discussion time with your children and your grandchildren uh to show them things you know it's 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 more than just saying well you need to keep a you know a, a a planner because you need to do time management or you need to keep a calendar no it's showing them and that's really so it's not a complicated process it's just sitting down with the children to go through the process and really show them what it means amen would it be considered meddling if grandparents tried to instill these values into their children especially if these values were not being mirrored by their parents their teachers or other people well it has to be you know approved by parents it's got to be you know the direction of the family now if it's um a family that isn't following Christian values, um, what the child may learn may be b- biblical or it may not be. But um, 
the parents have to guide the children because children, one of the things that's a gap today is children don't know what's expected of them. Yeah. You know, I don't think we as yeah. as adults are telling the children what's really expected of them. What they're getting is all this horrible stuff in schools with all this gender stuff, and they think that's what's expected of them. And we're falling down on our responsibilities to tell them what we expect. So if you're teaching, you know, a character trait as an example, let's say respect, the parents need to have a real dialogue with the children and say, this is what I expect you to do in this situation. And this is how I expect you to handle things in this situation. What do you do if someone is not respectful to you? Well, you still be respectful back, you know, and, and they need to, and that's that mentorship or that life coaching. It's really just ensuring that the your children know what those expectations are. Amen. Amen. And as I said before, I mean, we're now in about the, the fourth generation of these, this declining value system and lack of education. I mean, what steps can Christian parents or grandparents take to try and, and change the direction of our youth today? That I think it's very important that the um, parents and grandparents ensure that their children attend church. You know, have that foundation, a Bible-believing church that has the the values of the Lord and, and not, you know, a church that tries to follow whatever the world wants them to do, um, but really attending the church. And the example part is ensuring that they see that you're walking with the Lord. And then they will see that as an, as an example, and it will be something that they can follow. Um, praying together as a family, reading the Bible as a family uh, is important. And, and praying over the children. Um, my, my husband has passed, but when he was alive, he never let me out of the house without prayer cover. Amen. And, Amen. and it was just, it was just how we lived our lives. And I would never leave the house without his prayer cover. And parents can do that today. Um, you know, praying the 91st Psalm over your family is like so important to do. And so, you know, the head of the household, whether it's the father or the mother, should be praying over those children before they leave. Because once they leave, they're they're going out into a worldly environment that does not reflect the values that you would want um, your children to have. So that that protective covering is is like really, really um, important. A couple other things, teaching your children scriptures that they can say so that they can use the word when confronted with situations that are not so good, um, you know, so that they can just repeat those things as their line of defense, yeah. you know, against Amen. what they're, they're seeing, um, you know, to be able to do that. Amen. My granddaughter, uh, my grandson went to army basic training about a year and a half ago. My granddaughter just recently completed it and she was telling, you know, in her, letters and calls home and stuff like that. Uh, you know, basic training is designed to break you down. That's what it's designed to do mentally and physically so that you can push through. And that way you've learned that, Oh, I can do this 15 mile road March, you know, type thing. Right. And one of the the messages she sent home before she left, I gave her her own Bible. It was a military style Bible, you know, the cover and all that. But mm-hmm. I also wrote scriptures in the cover. I say, if you find yourself in this situation, there's scripture. And there's probably 15 of them in there. 
And she said in this thing that, you know, she was having a hard time and was, you know, wanting to quit, but she took out her Bible and started reading the scriptures that Papa gave me. Oh, and that, that made me feel better and gave me the strength to go on. And, and then when we seen her at her graduation, she said, I'm reading my Bible every day, every night. And, you know, I go to church every weekend, you know, and, uh, and so the, she's seen how, when she was praying these scriptures, it brought her through. And now she's learned to trust the scriptures to bring her through. And that's something that we've been trying to do, you know, with all of them. Uh, you know, but it, it, it does work, folks. The point of that story was it does work. It does work. It they does know work. Papa prays. They know when Papa prays, things change, you know, and uh, this is the same girl, my granddaughter. I could go into stories, but, uh, you know, she in her mother's womb, no blood supply to the brain. And uh, the doctor was good, told my daughter to come back. You know, she's going to make us an appointment for a specialist to give her her options and we know what the options were oh yes mm -hmm. that was friday at two o'clock and we prayed and you know i'm not going to go into the whole story on that but i had just graduated from a faith bible school you know so i was like you know a hungry tiger looking for a bone right uh -huh. when she came in and said this is what the situation is i was ready to attack it but her faith wasn't that my daughter's faith wasn't at that level yet so I had to share scriptures with her until all of a sudden I seen it in her eyes, you know, and the scripture we started with was John 10, 10, you know, the devil comes to kill, steal, destroy, but I've come to him have life. And we prayed and as soon as we said, amen, the phone rang. It was a doctor had scheduled her an appointment for Monday morning at eight o'clock with this specialist. And uh, her husband couldn't take off work without notice like it was already friday afternoon so she said will you go with me said, sure and she had the videotape you know whether you videotape something and you could see the head was shaped like a football and all this stuff right we went back in monday morning they plugged the videotape in and this specialist sat down started looking and doing these measurements and he scratches his head looking at the papers and comes back and says, why are you here he says, this is a perfectly normal little girl and the video was oh. completely different of, <gasps> i mean completely really? different Right. The Lord and, moved. Yep. And I said, while well, she's laying right there, I said, Denise, you now have a decision to make. Either your doctor totally screwed up this diagnosis or God healed your baby in three days. It goes, God healed the baby in three days. And, and Zoe grew up knowing that, hearing that story over. She shared it with some of her friends in basic training and they, oh, wow, you know, type thing. But when we dedicated her to the Lord, this great Bible student. Um, <laughs> I wanted to go to the dean. I, I contacted the dean of the Bible school and said, you know, this is what's happened. And we want to dedicate, I want to give this testimony in front of the Bible, the first year Bible students telling, pay attention to what you're learning because you never know when you're going to be attacked type thing. And that's what we did. And he said, well, what's the baby's name? I said, Zoe. Oh, life of God. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> Bible student, you know, mm -hmm. and, and I did, when she, my daughter said, I want to name her Zoe, I'm thinking this is when Friends was on TV. And Zoe was the ditzy one, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, why Zoe? You know, that, you know, why not Roberta? Roberta's a good name, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I went back to, to home, grabbed my concordance, and looked up that scripture that we stood on for prayer, John 10, 10. And that word, I've come that they may have life, that life is Zoe. 
So that scripture, devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that they may have Zoe. And oh. Zoe now is the one that just graduated basic training. And, you know, like I said, growing up, they knew when Papa prays, things change, you know, type thing. That's good. And now she knows when she prays, things change because she, you know, her attitude and troubles that she was going through in basic. When she read those scriptures and got into the Bible and prayed, it flipped around and she came through the other side, you know, so you can instill this into your children and grandchildren. But as you said, you have to live the same value system that you're trying to teach them. Because if you're just saying it, yeah, okay. You say this, but then you go out Saturday night and party till two o'clock in the morning, you know, type thing. That's right. No, they're not going to believe it. Amen. Tell us a little bit about your coaching program, wisdom decisions and foundational values. Yes. So, I, you know, outline the idea for this in the book, but what I realized is I needed to have something that um, steps people through the process. Because if you tell someone you need to be a coach or a mentor, that's like, that's great, but what do I do? <laughs> so the, actually this, this book started with the words the Lord gave me, wisdom decisions. And so that became my online program. It's eight modules. Um, and it, it takes people through the steps of four um four um different types of character traits and four different types of life skills it's an online video about a half hour the idea is to do one a week and you watch it with the child and then there's a worksheet and that's where the scriptures are for the adults to it it tells them what do you do what kind of questions can you ask your child what do you show them what do you review from the week to make it through that that process and so um that's it i had call it foundational values because i chose what i thought were very foundational type of uh character traits and life skills um the the course is um five hundred dollars but uh, if your listeners want to email me, I have a coupon code for a half price. So it becomes $247. And then it's, it's, it t- takes them through that. And then I, you know, email them and I'll do Zoom videos with them and, you know, kind of really help them through the process. I'm not a psychologist. If something, you know, comes up that is something disturbing to the parents or they cover like some bullying situation, they need to find someone locally to handle that. But it's just really, it's like, I'm a coach to tell them, this is how you do it. Once they learn how to do it, then they can continue to do this with other things that are necessary for their families. Amen. Amen. And you use biblical scriptures there to to help emphasize the foundation of the things you're sharing in your book and your coaching program and all that as well, correct? It it is because it is foundational. Um, All of this is based from the Lord. It's, you know, a message he gave me to take to the world. I mean, if we look at the news today and you see all of these, you know, terrible things, we're facing character problems, you know, and, and just even, you know, going back to, um, I close my book with the fruit of the spirit and call it God's character traits. You know, and you go through the fruit of the spirit and you, when, when you say all of those things, that's what's lacking in the world today. You know, so it, it really is, especially, you know, ending in um, self-control. You don't see self-control in the world today. And that's what kids are are really seeing. So, um, you know, a good starting point for people is just go to Galatians 5, 22 and 23, you know, for the fruit of the spirit 
And you've got character traits right there. You can start teaching your family. Amen. Amen. Well, Christine, this has been so interesting. I mean, your book, Teach Your Children Timeless Truths in Uncertain Times. This is something every parent and grandparent should read. I, I know I enjoyed going through it in preparation for our interview. And how can someone obtain a copy of your book? Is it on Amazon? Is it on Amazon? It is on Amazon, so they can get it right off of Amazon. Uh, it's also there's a link on my website, uh, which is www.drchris.co, not .com, but .co. Um, it, this is this book is being offered worldwide. So the link says, you know, find your country code. It's because how do you get to Amazon and all these countries all over the world? But basically, they can go to Amazon and get it. Amen. Amen. And if someone wanted to get in touch with you, maybe to ask a question, obtain information on your coaching program, or maybe do an interview like this, how can they do that again? How can they get in touch with you? Sure. My, it is, everything's lowercase, Chris, C-H-R-I-S at Dr. Chris, but it's just D-R-C-H-R-I-S dot co. That's C-O. Not .com. That's correct. Amen. (laughs) Amen. I'll put links all this down in the show notes below. Folks, As you heard, the days of Ozzy and Harriet and Dick Van Dyke show, those things are long memories of the past. Today, you can't watch anything on television or in movies without worrying about what your little ones are going to be exposed to. You absolutely need to order your own copy of Dr. Christian Van Horn's book, Teach Your Children Timeless Truths in Uncertain Times. Even if you only implement one idea from the book in your children, even your grandchildren's lives, it'll be well worth it. Amen. Just drop down to the show notes, click the links right there, order your book. In fact, I'd recommend you order two, three, four copies of Christine's book and share this with your friends. Just think if you started your own little small group study with the parents of your child's friends, everyone would be on the same page, so to speak, reinforcing the values that you want to impart to your kids. I mean, what a great idea. They know, well, I'll go to Susie's house because I can get away with it. Not anymore. You know, if you get together, buy three, four copies, get together as parents and grandparents and and let's start doing this. Take back our children. Amen. Drop down the show notes, click the link right there, order your book or books today, and be sure to check out Christine's training program. This will help you implement the needed changes quickly and efficiently. You'll receive the support you need to take back the ground that the devil's trying to hold on to your children's future. And she, you just heard her mention, if you email her and say you listen to this podcast, she'll give you 50% off. Praise God. You can't beat that. Christine, thank you again for taking the time to come on the program today. I do appreciate it. Absolutely, Pastor Bob. Thank you so very much for inviting me. Amen. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Dr. Christine Van Horn, myself, Pastor Bob, reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.
Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.